everyone. Welcome back to A Court of Tattoos and Rosé, where we go through and discuss all things moss with Caitlin, Madison, and me, Blake. This is going to be our 19th episode. Last week, we went through chapters um, 5 and 6 of A Court of Mist and Fury. This week, we're going to be diving into chapters 7 through 9. Um, I say this all the time, but, like, legitimately buckle up. Shit's about to get real in these chapters. Like, there's a lot of, like, kind of dark overtones, but, like, some... Crazy shit happens, and we have a lot to talk about um, with the cover and kind of a couple things we just kind of want to mention from the, the reading community that we've noticed. Um, as always, remember, like, spoilers and cursing are, re- like, they're not even in this, like, just in the podcast pod. They're, like, requirements at this point, okay? So you've been warned again. No bitching, okay? Madison. <laughs> Oh my god, guys. Okay, so we gotta we gotta talk about this new cover. Okay, so A Court of Silver Flames, which God, I always wanna say a court of silver and flames, but we're moving on. Um so I just wanna say, like, you know, we were talking about this as a group and Blake she said it right. She's like, let's keep in mind, though, we should not judge a book by its cover, which it's literally a mantra in life and as a bookworm. I'm just saying. But we should debate it. So, <laughs> so I, think, I think we should we should definitely like talk about it here. Okay, so I'm gonna share some like personal thoughts and I'm gonna share some of what our Instagram followers kind of ta- told us, which L of fucking L guys, you guys are awesome. I love this. Okay, so honestly, I look at the cover. I'm not really sure I understand the choices that were made. Um, And after talking to some of the listeners, I'm really, I'm sticking with this statement here. Um, So let's start with Catherine Bianca on Insta. She um, messaged us. uh, She commented and she was like, she was like, I'm really confused by the masks, the mask concept. Um, And honestly, I am too. I don't understand the mask. um, And I'm going to get to that in a reason. Um, But instead of a mask, I would have liked to seen like a cauldron design, like a broken cauldron or some wings, you know, for cast. I don't know. I just, I think those would have been a little more fitting. Um, But let's get to what some of, some people message us. So Lexi Frenti, and I apologize if I'm pronouncing that wrong, but she messaged us, and I swear to God, I didn't think about it until she messaged us, and I was like, fuck, yes, do I agree with her. But so she was all, the mask looks like Lucian's mask from A Court of Thorn and Roses. And I'm like, whoa. I'm like, yes. Like, I am, I'm agreeing with her. She's like, it gives me way more a Lucian vibes than Nessian. And I'm thinking to myself, uh, 100%. 100%. Um, <clears throat> and I totally agree with that. Um, and I just like the mask, it's like, it's back to like the spring court when they were like wearing all the masks and, you know, it is very like, you know, a little autumn court, dawn court. I don't know. You know, I'm getting several different vibes from that. Um, but I definitely agree with her. Like, this is not really on theme. I mean, great. I haven't read the book, so maybe, maybe it is on theme, but that would be a little weird. Um, but Jenny the weirdo, and that's her instant name, I promise, because it just says Jenny, but I wanted to be a little more specific. She messaged us the funniest screenshot. I I think I peed my pants. <laughs> she messaged us the screenshot of what I'm assuming was like a Tumblr post or something, but it was literally a comment based on the Accord of Silver Flames cover. 
we can assume the threesome SJM cut out was Nessian and Hellion. And I was like, oh, I was like, holy fuck, I'm crying, laughing. And yeah, I Hellion vibes there. I this is like a way more Lucian cover than I ever expected. What are we thinking here? Okay. I'm gonna like yes, I agree with that. Like I am wildly like, wait a second, wait a second. I thought this was the Nessian novel. Uh, okay, sure. We'll we'll figure it out. Cause like I've read many a books where like I look at the cover or even the title where you're like, what the fuck? And then you hit that point in your book and you're like, ah shit. Okay. So I'm gonna say this like as gently as I can. And it's not even our like most of like it's not even our like listeners or followers. I was on like TikTok and Twitter and Instagram like yesterday and the day before and everything. It's just my simple message calm down like calm down <laughs> too true too true people like, were like freaking out <laughs> yeah well, okay and like i have some issues so we'll get to it more because it this kind of prompted us to have a different discussion that we're going to get to in a second but my big thing is one as i said before do not judge a book by its cover i know we're all guilty of you're wandering through like your local bookshop barnes and noble or even i guess scrolling through Am- amazon if people do that i don't know anyways oh. you see how, how i think i got some of these books that i own that's fair that's fair <laughs> so like if you see a pretty cover it does catch your eye I, that's true but let's be real everybody knows that this book is coming out everybody knows what the book is like she didn't need to catch anyone's eye and my second point authors i think people overestimate how much authors like how much input authors get on covers they don't get that much guys they really don't so don't well you shouldn't attack her anyways but don't be coming for moss like don't don't be on her instagram coming at her like that like that's not cool that's not cool well also it's like my big thing is these new covers do that make sense no the one has like a fucking dragon on it or something like the one one has a beast on it no like that one i could get by and then you have say, a raven or a crow or whatever for Mist and Fury. Yeah. And then like you have a sword. I was looking at them before to try to come up with an in-depth analysis, and I got nothing. <laughs> no, I think they're, like, tangentially, like, or however you say the word, uh, attack. Like, they have, like, very, very, like, weak connections, right? Yeah. And, every well, also people are, well, okay, another argument that I heard was, like, why do they not match the original covers? I'm like, guys. The whole reason behind the new covers was because they are rebranding the entire series as an adult series. Not yeah. just the from now on is adult. She they literally made the move that like the books one through three and then the little novella are considered adult now. Um, I know it's confusing because like our bar like Mads and I's local Barnes and Noble has it in two sections two sections. Like the old covers and young adult, which I'm assuming they're just gonna sell until they sell out. And then the new ones, whenever they actually have them in stock, um, are an adult. So I think that, like, people saying, like, oh, and, like, it's okay if you like the old covers better. A lot of people do. They were, like, I personally think they had a different vibe, and I like those. And I like the – my thing is is I like the new covers. This one, though, the color choice doesn't make sense. Like, the orange is dope. I like that orange. It's a pretty orange. But, like, against that flat gray just doesn't look right, especially with how the text is laid out and things. I just... Oh, I hate how the text is laid out. Yeah. See, that's my thing. It's, like, I'm, I'm a little, like... It's just not aesthetically pleasing. Regardless of what the mask contains, it's just not aesthetically pleasing, the colors and, like, how they laid it out. And then my last thought, again, I'm not, like... I'm not like I hate it and I don't love it. I'm kind of just like, oh, okay. Cause I, I literally am just like, just give me the fucking book. 
everybody else was focused on the cover. I was focused on the fact that I was like, can, can we, can, can we focus on the fact that the book was delayed? Like, that's what I read. I didn't even notice the cover at first. And I saw the post. Cause I was like, guys, the book got delayed. What the fuck? But yeah. okay. My only actual in-depth analysis after my little <laughs> mini rant, sorry guys, uh, is I think I wonder, I see like the, the sun symbol. So I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. How am you? What's up? Decor. Okay. But I also think the mask, especially if you, this is weird, but if you like look at it upside down. So like the mat, like looking at it, like going down the face, if that makes sense. Um, looks like a phoenix so what if we get like the phoenix mortal queen that's cursed her vibe and like she's probably pretty bitter and angry i think her and nesta well one they would either like fucking go at each other or they would love each other like best friends so maybe we're gonna see a lot of her in this book you know maybe because i do know now granted i I love SJM more than life but i don't keep up on every single detail of the time maybe because i to, you know the Illyrian war camps mm-hmm. but maybe some of the setting happens in the dawn court you mean day court day court oh, i mean i guess it could dawn be dawn but shit. they don't really do much no offense to anybody that really likes the dawn court i'm sorry <laughs> well, maybe she's trying to incorporate it damn maybe. it <laughs> I, that's that's what I, but see this right here just shows like calm down like it could mean so many different things it's not like a red flag you know i i literally i hope sjm turned off her comments though because some of you guys whoa fierce i don't think sjm really deserved it like i appreciate the level of passion you have for these characters in these books but damn but caitlin do tell us your analysis i have a very (laughs) in-depth analysis and i did a lot of research on this Ready? <laughs> Are you ready for this? I'm so I'm ready. good. I'm good. Okay, I got to Okay, I'm good. You have a silver background and an orange mask. Silver flames. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 oh my god, what if that was actually it? I will keep myself laughing. After everything like I just went through and Madison mentioned, we sound fucking insane now. It's just like, guys. Wait, wait. Uh, let me go back to Blake's comment to talk about me and Blake. Calm down. <laughs> like, we need to calm down. And Caitlin is over here on the right path. Oh, <laughs> wait, I fucking love that. It's so simplistic. Like, I love it. Silver flames. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, no, God. but like I, right. my dad is an artist, and everyone goes into the in-depth analysis of all these paintings and stuff like that. And my dad goes, "No, they probably just really liked that picture." Can I just? Can you oh. imagine taking Caitlin to an art museum? Like I'm a bad. Art I, honestly, museum? after this, I would really enjoy it. Yeah, we need to like record that. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm, oh my! I god. go to a lot of art museums, and I actually enjoy them. But everyone's like sitting there, like <laughs> contemplating that shit, and I'm like. Oh, I like the pretty colors. Goodbye. Next one. <sighs> oh, man. Okay, so one, Caitlin just wins on that. <laughs> oh, yeah, Caitlin right wins. There. Um, however, we do have some comments we want to make about Nessa. Because we, uh, Blake really brought this up. She's been reading. She's going to go in depth here in a second. But <laughs> Surprise, surprise. This is just like our take. So, guys, you know, you can have your own opinions on this. But, uh, Blake, take it away. So, um, I kind of mentioned I was on like TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, like all over the place because once I started seeing like when I saw the cover, I was like, oh, okay, it's not probably living up to standards. I did not expect the 
the the fire to just keep growing. Like it it was it's a dumpster fire of like these comments that Madison mentioned and everything. And kind of a lot of people were spiraling, which kind of led me to say, like, calm down. But I saw, like, a reoccurring thing was people kept tying the, like, supposedly boring or, like, ugly cover to, to try to indicate that, like, oh, SJM's just, like, not into the books as much anymore. Or, like, what if she half-assed this book? Or, like, I'm not – or they're literally tying the cover to, like, well, I'm not as excited or I'm nervous. And one of the big things – one – I'm sorry, but that just seems kind of crazy to me. This is her profession. Um, I don't think she's half-assing it. <laughs> well, especially with this series. Like, let's be honest. It's, this is well-anticipated. But, like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, again, as Madison said, these are our own opinions. Like, I call myself crazy. So if I call you crazy, it's fine. You're in good company. But what I'm saying is, like, the one big consistent worry that I saw people having was, like, oh, what if she's going to ruin? Like, all of a sudden, people were like, she's going to ruin Nesta. And, like, I know other people have kind of been worried about it low-key, but now it's, like, in the forefront. And I just want to say, one of the um, reoccurring comments I saw was everybody's like, well, she better not make Nesta just have sex all the time. That was so infuriating in Court of Frost and Starlight. She's a sexual assault survivor. That's that's unrealistic. That's ridiculous. Okay. Real talk. We're getting kind of a little deep here. Like, apologies. I know this is a, a touchy subject for a lot. Sexual assault survivors have the right, and you should not judge, to cope in all sorts of different ways. If Nesta chooses to sleep with many males or females or sprites or whoever or whatever she chooses, then it is up to her. I understand that there are some diehard Nesta fans. I personally, I really like her. I know we've talked about her and everything. I'm really interested to see what happens. I really am. I know that you worry that, like, all the rumors we've been hearing about A Court of Silver Flames being, like, super spicy and, like, she had to tone it down and delete scenes. I know people that they're like, oh, so that just means Nessa's pain and healing process is going to be secondhand to, like, the sex scenes. But let's take a moment, take a breath. There's a lot of different reasons that I, I think those those worries are misguided and misplaced. One, let's look at Sarah J. Moss's portrayal of Feyre's journey you guys have been through her her growth in a court of thorn and roses we're in the thick of her depression right now and we've already in two episodes of court of miss fury really kind of honed in on moss's excellent portrayal of depression of kind of moving through the grief process and kind of coming to terms with oneself getting to know oneself better and being happy with oneself and i mean let's be honest everybody knows a court of miss and fury is literally her journey just skyrockets Not to mention, if you think of Crescent City, Bryce's grief and kind of how she transforms her life, but she still keeps certain aspects of herself. And she never really, like, yes, there are times where she feels guilty for, like, partying or things like that, but she comes to terms and she's like, no, that's me. Like, that's, that's me. It's like, that's her grief process. And it was done beautifully. And then even in Throne of Glass, like, um, Aileen's, like, personal struggles with identity, um, all of the loss that that girl's been through. I mean, hell, she's tortured, like. Moss knows how to write these types of stories. She does. Um, So I really don't think we need to worry about that. And honestly, I think Nesta having various sexual partners is a valid reaction. And I'm going to say this right. Also, just all reactions by survivors are valid. Don't don't come at me. Don't don't try to just like however they want to cope. Even if we don't think it's healthy or even if it isn't really that healthy, if that's how they want to cope in that moment. You have to, like, everybody recovers at their own pace in their own way. Okay? 
And I appreciate, honestly, that, like, Nesta and Cassian's story is not going to be, like, a super sugar-coated fairy tale where, like, Cassian's love is, like, a magical cure. I mean, even with Theosin, like, yes, Reese helps her and the mating bond is, like, crucial to her, ultimately. But, like, ultimately, it is Feyre who changes her fate. It's Feyre who embraces her powers. And I, am for one, am pumped to see Nesta embrace hers. Like, I'm, I'm, I am still very excited for this journey. I'm still excited for the book. Um, I'm excited for the sex scene. Sorry, guys. Like, I am. Like, Moss is, she, she, she knows how to do it. And we've had <laughs> a long time. She knows good sex. Yeah. And we've had a long time coming with Nesta and Cassie. And I'm sorry. They deserve it. They deserve, even if it's some hot, angry sex at first, they deserve some good sex. They deserve each other. Like, I, I, guys, I don't, I, I'm just going to say, it. Don't, calm down. Let's wait till the book's out. Let's wait to see what's going on. And just, guys, like, remember, just don't go at Moss like that. I mean, there's other issues that some people have with her books that I think are much more valid. So, I mean, again, you shouldn't really be attacking someone personally like that harshly, I think, based on a cover. But yeah. I, that, well, was, that was a lot. Mad. And, like, speaking of sex, because we know I like to talk about sex. I like sex. I'm going to talk about it. That's fine. And honestly, Blake, I completely agree with you. Like, everyone copes differently. There's no one way to survive and live your life. But however, I I do want to address the sex thing. Sex is not a bad thing. All right. No one has the right to judge someone else's sexuality or their sex life because each person has their own individual choices. And everyone has a right to live their own life. And honestly, sometimes I think society forgets that. Just because you live your life one way does not mean we need to look down and shame upon others who live their life another way. And, you know, this includes, you know, the idea that authors take liberties with their own characters. And we honestly, we need to respect their choices um, as readers because we're reading as fans. And, you know, these are their choices. They're their ultimate books. And... You know, I'm going to sound real bitchy right now, but I don't really mean it, guys. But, like, if you have an issue with it, maybe write a book. (laughs) Maybe write your own book. (laughs) I don't know. And, like, you know, we just need to respect everyone's choices. Let them do – let them live, you know. And we can debate and chat about these choices, but we don't need to shame people. And that's really all I have to say on that. All I have to say is I concur with all of the above. (laughs) Um, uh But I also think that sometimes writers pull from their own experiences in a lot of instances. Um, And it may not be a glaringly obvious form, but you never know what Moss has gone through in her life. Maybe this was something that she kind of looked into when she had an experience like this or something. So, Or even a friend or a relative. Yeah, exactly. Like anybody in her life could have had something like this. And I think a lot of different people deal with their issues in different ways. Like the way I handle my stress and my anger and I deal with it in different ways than Blake and Madison do. So it's just everyone deals with it in a different way and there's no reason for us to judge and there's no reason for us to have any comments on it. Okay, now that that's serious stuff out of the way, (laughs) let's recap the episode. Okay, so this is where our story, it truly begins. Um, so pretty much the last two chapters took place in my dream house. Honestly, <laughs> iconic. Um, Reese showed it's up. It's so true, though, man. Oh, it's so true. Reese showed up at the wedding, thanked the cauldron for that, then whisked Farah away to dreamland. Just what I'm going to refer to it as. Which now. she's not 
accepting that it's dreamland i i honestly how do you look at that house and not accept that but okay um <laughs> and let's just continue with the statement that the night court is fucking fabulous um instead of threes for saving her um from making the biggest mistake like ever she throws a shoe um <laughs> Yeah. During her stay, yeah, I know, right? Um, During her stay, she begins to learn um, to block her mind from um, intruders, um, other. Are we saying it's Demonte? Like that's. Yeah, I would. I would think it's like Demonte. 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 I think Demonte. Okay. What? Because they know. That's that's the people that like they they can read. Get it. Get it? It's Demonte because they know the T because they're in their head. Oh, shit! I love that. Okay, Demonte. Um, You're welcome. Anyway, um, yeah, and then she learns to read. Um, I don't know how accurate it is, but we'll go with it. Uh, Then Reed leads her to a map of the courts and informs her that war is coming. Cue panic. (laughs) So, like what? Like that's just dramatic. And I like love literally, it. war is coming, Farah. <laughs> Sounded like out of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Seriously, I've been watching a lot of Supernatural too, and that is something <gasps> that they're dealing with right now. Yeah, it's bad. I have nothing. I have something. I have to have something on the background. Okay, wait. Let's, you watch Supernatural? We, oh, can we take a pause? Because I tried to watch Supernatural. Does it get better? I'm on what? season five, oh, and early, it's really hang good. On, the earlier, early episodes are some episodes. of the best. No, episodes. I watched like four episodes, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Okay, you know, like, okay, hang on, hang on. Get through, get through season one. Yeah, you have okay. to get through season one, and unfortunately, you can't really skip it. But like, are you telling me you couldn't push through for Jensen Apples or Jared Padalecki? You're a dumbass. Yeah, seriously. And I could probably push through for Jared only due to Gilmore Girls, even though I think Dean's a twat. I could <gasps> probably push through. Dean is a fucking twat. He married Lindsay, then cheats on her with Rory. I don't give a shit what you say. He's a twat. He is such a twat. I'm so sorry. I thought you meant Dean from Supernatural. Oh, no. I'm talking Gilmore Girls. That's very confusing. It is so confusing. (laughs) But yes, hang on. To be clear, Dean from Gilmore Girls is a twat waffle, guys. I don't support Dean. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay. So I should give it another go. Okay. Yes. Yes. Give it another go. I tell you, like I said, it's really good. Okay. Real, like it's it's. Okay. Fine. Fine. I'm gonna. Let's go. I also let's apologize to Caitlin and her like 24 page chapter. Yeah, it was a long one, but um, as everyone knows, I'm I'm more of the uh, get straight to the point person. So which is <laughs> why we had to give her this chapter, guys, because Blake and I would have spent like two hours looking for every little detail there ever was. So with that in mind, if there's something in chapter seven that we maybe kind of skip over a little bit, just message us. Yeah, we'll just let us talk know. About it. I, I think I did a pretty good job of summarizing it. We'll no, see. I was going to say, your notes are cute. You I should write see. for Spark Notes. I mean, it is my job out. to uh, condense 30-page documents into one page, so I hope I'm oh, good at it. Perfect! Okay, great. Let's get, let's get this show on the road. Okay, so of course, at the beginning of the chapter, literally the first word is war. So we're obviously going to be talking about war in this chapter. I bet that made you happy. I was so excited. So excited. But it's not like anything actually happened. They just chatted about it. 
Um, so Farah, of course, begins to start uh, begging Reese not to get involved. Um, and something that he's like, he's like, you need to keep your shelves up for this. Because obviously he's letting, she's letting him in and showing him that, like, her family, why not to attack her village? Like, all of those different um, ways to kind of get at her um, and her weaknesses. Um, well, and he, I don't think he wanted her, he was having to see that she truly thought he was a monster. I think that was, like, hurting his feelings for her to see that she truly, like, thought he was capable of, like, invading. Uh, that's a true statement. I thought she was just talking about her family. <laughs> well, mainly. she is, but he was like, you truly think I'm a monster even after everything? And, like, his mouth tightens. That's how I interpret it, but I'm also pessimistic. I was just like, he just didn't want her to, like, have everyone know about her family, because that's a very big weakness weakness to everyone. Oh, that, that's a good point. That's, that's a, we, we find that out later. Either yeah. way, it's a big fuck you to someone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. But it's so funny. It's really funny because Farrah realizes that Tamlin, of course, never mentioned that there was a war going on, which is a slightly big thing to notice. And seeing that she's in this world right now, it again, just a, a big thing. Is anyone shocked that Tamlin didn't say anything? No. And there's a lot of shitting on Tamlin that I talk about in this chapter. Oh, yes! Because you Thank can, God. Well, it's just like, so the first time I read it, it kind of went over my head. But now that you look at it, you really compare Reese and Tamlin. Mm-hmm. Like, literally in these 20 pages, you see a complete difference. You know what? Let me just tell you, these next three chapters are shit on Tamlin. Yes. <laughs> and I'm sorry. It's not like before in A Court of Thorn and Roses when people are like, oh, well. And we were like, okay, we got to, like, act like we don't know. No, this is prime time. Yes. Prime time to shit on Tamlin. We have all the right to shit on Tamlin. And we literally compare them, like, literally in my chapter, the first 10 pages are with Reese, and, like, the last few pages are with Tamlin. So it's like, you can literally compare them side by side. Okay. Like, I can do a whole chart. (laughs) Oh. Um, So Reese then goes into a few details about a few things. Um, Highburn wants to destroy Perinthian in order to get to the, the mortal. I put mortal war, but I realized I think it should be world. Fair, fair. Mortal yeah. war, war. What is that from? Oh, Shadowhunters! I was like, <laughs> what is that from? Like, I already know of a mortal war. <laughs> well, wasn't it like Hyber? Like, wasn't he like obsessed with, um, he wants with, the like, rule. all of Printhian. Like, he was mad that the mortals had like land or something. Yes, like, yeah. He, he wants to go yeah, back okay. to the like the old times where the um, humans were slaves. Um, and then Reese says that he was also in the war and he was actually ended up being in one of the bloodiest parts. And that's not something he ever wants to do again. Um, and then he also says that part of Highburn's, um, plan was to destroy Printhian and he wants to keep adding in these little weaknesses. Amarantha was just the first part of it. And then he's going to have, like, he has a few other people, including some of the, hold on. Um, It'll be with stealth and trickery to weaken us. Amarantha was the first part of the plan. We now have several untested high lords, broken court with high priestesses, angling for control like wolves around a carcass. So, oh well, if he's not talking about Tam, I don't know what he is. Seriously, right? <laughs> and then Farrah also realized that Ianthe might be part of that, and but she's like, no, 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 she's my friend, sort of, kind like, of. <laughs> Kind of. Okay, we'll see that. And Farrah asks Reese, which, again, she can be very open with him. This is really shocking. Why is Reese telling her all of this? 
And he gives her a few reasons. One, to get Tamlin on his side and to be involved in the war talks, which um, he doesn't want to be. Two, she wants, um, he wants her to learn about her powers and to test them so he can also train him. And three, he wants her to catch and track things that he needs to find. Um, something that he heard that Farrah caught the surreal, as well as hunting and tracking that worm in Amarantha's task. So she sees, he sees her as an asset, not as a burden, as an asset. Something else that was really interesting is that, because um, Farrah just kept saying, Tamlin won't allow it whenever oh. she says something. And, and this is what, so the response is, Tamlin isn't your keeper and you know it. Yeah, I'm his subject and he is my high lord. You are no one's subject. I went rigid at the flash of teeth, the smoke-like wings that flared out. I will say this once and only once. You can be a pawn, be someone's reward, and spend the rest of your immortal life bowing and scraping and pretending you're less than him, than Ianthe, than any of us. If you want to pick that road, then fine. A shame, but it's your choice. But I know you more than you realize, I think. Hint, hint. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't believe for one damn minute that you're remotely fine with being a pretty trophy for someone who sat on his ass for nearly 50 years and then sat on his ass while you were shredded apart. God fucking boom. Like, I would seriously climb them like a tree in this moment. Like, he literally this just is laid out. This, like, and this is kind of like what kind of pisses me off about Farah. Like, I understand that she's going through a lot. She's dealing with some shit with Tamlin. But the fact that Reese literally just told her, you are going to be one of the most amazing people. The Printhian needs someone to look up to, someone to, um, he goes, they need someone to look up to, someone to idolize, someone to like become a weapon. Like you're, she's going to be the reason to stand between the King of Highburn and your human family. And I was going to say, she's the piece. Like yeah. she brings the mortals and the Fae together. Exactly. And she, Reese is like, I see this. I want this for you. And then of course you have fucking Tamlin who's like, no, she's not like in the slightest. I hope you really don't have powers is probably yeah. what Tam is thinking. Oh, and if yes. you do, I'm going to ignore them so they slowly eat you up inside until you go crazy. Okay? okay? Exactly. And something that Reese is like, Reese says to her, he's like, I don't want you to, I want you to make your own decisions. I don't want you to um, talk to Ianthe. I don't want you to talk to Tamlin. I literally want you to make your own decision on this. Mm-hmm. And so after that, Farrah doesn't see anybody else for the rest of the week. Um, she goes back to her studies. She does all of her studies all week. God, that's so boring. Yes, Blake. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, was, I just wanted to raise my hand. I'm sorry. Uh, Since when do we raise our hand? I thought we just I interrupted people. Exactly. Know, or talk like over was, each other. I feel like I was interrupting a lot. And you were on a roll. I was okay. on a roll. So, I, so, I'm sorry. I do have a question. Since, like, she didn't see Reese for the rest of the week, we know that Reese, like, doesn't do too much with the quarter nightmares. Like, he only interacts with them, like, you know, absolutely necessary because they're scum. But do we think, since he said, like, take the week, think it over, was he, like, actively giving her space? Because that's a very Reese thing to do. Or it was, oh, like, yeah, he was for sure actively doing it. But, but if she <laughs> called, he would come. Yeah, exactly. But, like, he if was giving her space. It, they will come. <laughs> I still can't believe she didn't ask to hang out with more. Like, I would have done that immediately. Oh my god, that makes me so sad every time I remember that more just hung around the whole time, like... <laughs> like, well, I, 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 I do it in my chapter. 
actually Sorry, in a few okay, pages. We get okay, well, ahead. it's just like I'll I'll get to it and I have comments on that because it actually really pissed me off. Perfect. Um, so sad. So something else to note that Farah realizes that when she wakes from her nightmares, so of course she's still having them, she doesn't feel trapped or like that she's going to vomit. Because hmm. mm-hmm. the yeah. house is so open. Exactly. Yeah. It, but isn't that like an interesting feeling? Like when you feel at home, like I don't know, I feel like shit when I'm at home, but if you feel like you're like somewhere else, like you don't, you feel even worse because you don't feel comfortable. Yeah. Anybody else feel like that? Uh, uh, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. When I'm, when I'm like, if we're like traveling for like holidays or something, since like all of our families like up in Ohio, like depending on like where we're staying. That can be a feeling for sure. Yeah, like well, that. I mean, like, I don't know when I'm, well, uh, especially when I'm hungover. All I well, I mean, to- I think <laughs> you'd be uncomfortable anywhere. Yes, but I'd be like, I, at least I'm more comfortable in my own apartment laying on oh, my God, floor. Yeah. Cold oh, around yeah. my toilet compared to, like, somewhere else. <laughs> well, I will say the only place other than my apartment I would feel okay to puke at is Blake's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that is the only other place that I would feel okay. Exactly, but you feel comfortable and you feel at home there, which it makes it seem like, huh, spring court, not at home? Uh, not at yeah. home. Oh, I like that. I like that. Also, can I just, sorry, again, raising my hand. Somebody on, I saw it on Pinterest, somebody got these lines that he makes her write tattooed. Like, like fancy cursive oh my god on their, stop, like, that's so cool it was uh it was like right um like i i don't know like the inner arm like your bicep area it was like the like i don't know why i'm showing Aww. when i'm on a freaking hearing like an audio thing but like they got them on their <laughs> we're doing like, a podcast and yeah out the words Jesus Christ. um but it was like fancy like like masculine fancy I, looking, like fey handwriting I, so wow i love that. a court of ta- uh court of thorn and roses tattoos like i, I still need to get take a picture of the one i got i forgot to show her was there is a reason we're called tattoos and roses i will say yes there's a reason but i that love i cover me. mostly the rose part i need to t- i need to call my tattoo <laughs> artist i'll put that on my list but anyways i thought i'd let you guys I- I feel like I forgot to pin it so you guys can see it. So I wanted to let you know. Well, if I find it, I'll post it on our story. Anywho. Dude, I want to see that. So anywho, as Madison says, um, Farah then is walking to her lessons the next day and she ho- overhears uh, Moore and Reese talking. She lets her footsteps re- be known and Moore like glances at Farah to try to get Reese to stop. But Reese doesn't stop talking. It's almost like he wants her to, like, be involved and to know what's going on. I love that. What an interesting concept. It's so cute. We get a slight mention of Cassian and Az. Oh, Az! They talk about, like, he's talking about, like, her shadows and, like, what's going on in the Lyrian tribes. Um, But then we don't get really much after that. Can I just say, like, I just want to point this out, and I know we're nowhere near this in the books, but the moment where they're fighting on the lake and she looks at Cassian, I cried. I literally oh cried. And he's like, and she just like hugs him and yeah. he's like, I missed you too, Fair. I was like, Big oh, I cried. I fucking Dude, why the hell? You know I'm a couple glasses deep in wine. Why would you bring up that emotional I'm sorry. Scene? I'm sorry. That was like one of the best things I think Moss ever wrote. It's in my top ten. I, no, I'm I definitely agree with that. Wait, it's in my top ten, and then nine and above are all sex. <laughs> Weirdly, but I... I... 
Are we shocked? Okay, go no. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go shocked. on. Um, so Reese talks about, like, he kind of gives a little bit more of insight to Farah about, like, his court, about um, how a few of the Lyrian tribes are um, loyal to Amarantha, and he's going to go and wipe them out. But again, this, like, shows Farah that he's not really bad because he wants to get rid of these crazy people who were part of Amarantha. Right. Like, hmm. Interesting concept there. Um, so Farah has her final lessons and gets ready to leave. Um, she goes back down to breakfast for the first time uh, because she says she is been eating in her own room and she demands to go home. Um, which I put in quotations because it's not really home. Um, and uh, oh man, oh what the fuck! Stop raising your hand. Like I'm not gonna <laughs> notice you when you raise your hand. Jesus. <laughs> God, well, how can we help? Blake? I just realized when he's talking to more that temple, it's because Hybron was looking for the damn book, like half of the book. That's why yeah. it was sacking the yeah. temple. Moss is a fucking god. Her Guys, oh, foreshadowing. I'm doing the tip. Don't even. Oh god, yeah, okay, seriously. Go. <laughs> I was just sorry as you were like reading, like going through that. I was like, why would they? Oh, the temple. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, she, the like, she like slid that in there. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm, no more raising of the hand. I would like to say that was like half the chapter, and Caitlin, I'm so proud of you. Oh, <laughs> seriously. It was so good. I told you this is my job, guys. <laughs> so, um, when Farah goes down to breakfast and starts demanding to go home, Reese is like, okay, I'll take you, but are you ready to deal? Um, are you ready to deal what is like what has happened? Um, or do you want to just sweep it under the rug like you usually do? And it's like, huh, interesting. So he knows that you don't talk about shit with Tamlin and that you just have sex. Like, that's... like You know makes... you know he feels oh my God. the sex. I will no, not get over say... that. I will not get over that. I really appreciate Reese speaking his mind more and more. Like, as yeah. he's, like, cause he's, but like, imagine this is him like tamed. Imagine if he just let his tongue go loose, like with everything he was actually thinking, not like the mating, like mate bond secret, but literally everything about Tam and how he feels about like their relationship. Or Ianthe, like, yeah. Oh, like, I want to admit wanna... that at this point, like that could have been oh, interesting. I yes, want the but shade. then you also have to think about it too. It's like, then she probably would never go back to him. Oh. It's yeah. like that thing where you, you have, like, a good friend that is in a really horrible relationship, but you don't want to, like, ruin your friendship with that friend. So you just drop little nuggets about certain things. Because then yeah. they start figuring it out on their own, because instead of blaming you outright. Yeah. My senior year of college. <laughs> is that what you take? <laughs> I love you. Anyway, go on. <laughs> Or when your husband says he'll bring you back dinner and the restaurant's closed and he decides not to bring you back anything else and then laughs at you. That's a good sign. Just saying, guys. I, I have I no comment. Right? That, thank you. Yeah. I no know. Comment. It's unforgivable. No comment. Um, so Reese is like, I will tell more that you said goodbye. And Farrah goes, I didn't even see her the entire time. And Reese was like, you never asked. Like, you literally just wanted to sit there and be alone and sad. 
And this is a type of statement that I find interesting because it's like he knows that Farah doesn't want to get better almost. Like she literally just wants to be depressed and sad and just wants to deal with it on her own. And like just she just wants to be in this pit of despair, Mm -hmm. like by herself, because that's all she does with Tamlin. It's Princess Bride. Where were we? Oh, yes. (laughs) The pit of despair. Yep. <laughs> I eat spring court. Blake has been drinking. I'm hilarious. Back <laughs> off. Okay, moving on. So Reese takes Farah home. I think there's some garbage in here about how we didn't want to let her go or Oh some wait, staff. that's not garbage. <laughs> He literally tells her good luck when he grabs her wrist, you bitch. Yeah. Uh, and they talk about, like, the bargain. How, like, can she, like, make this go away? And he says, no, but you really can. Um, so then he drops Farrah off. He leaves. She then goes into the study and sees uh, Lucian and Tamlin and some of his centuries. And, of course, Lucian literally just stops talking mid-sentence, doesn't say anything, whereas, again, we compare it to Reese and more, that Reese over, let Farah over-listen, over, wow, I'm struggling right now. And I'm the one that's been, okay. (laughs) Okay, I had to stay an extra hour and a half after work and my brain is dead. Um, Had to, like, let her listen to what was going on in the situation, whereas, like, Lucian knows to, like, shut up and don't talk about this in front of Farah. Um, And then... Tamlin says that Farah's never going back because he won't let her. But apparently now okay. he has yeah, now he has balls all of a sudden now that Reese isn't there. He, he, has, he has balls for like an hour after exactly. she's returned. Exactly. Literally like, when he knows that Reese is back in the night court. Exactly. It's like, okay, you're such a pussy. And um, you know, Farah's like, oh, we should really talk about these things, but you know what? I really don't want to talk right now. I just want to go up and have sex. Like, yep. great. That makes sense. Wonderful. Well, um, this one time, the only reason Tamlin stops is because he wants to get more about the night court. And he wants to understand as to what's going on since no one has ever been there, what Reese's plan is, give him the layout. Um, he finally just... sees her as an ally. No. Like, for to get information. Exactly. No. Yeah, I was like, he, he literally sees he her as sees, like, Well, a, so he sees like her as an ally. Yeah, exactly. Caesar is an ally. And something that Farah brings up is that he's like, oh, yeah, Reese seems to th- Reese thinks that I have power. And Tamlin's like, yeah, I didn't want you to, but I think you do. But he's like, um, but I don't think we should train her because I think it's going to bring too much attention. Um, so he's afraid he would lose her. What a piece of shit. Yeah. And he was like, Tamlin says also that she won't need training because he is, um, he is there and to protect her and that's the end of the discussion also can we like she's literally looking around at the destruction that yes. he like made and she's just like her heart breaks for him because she's like oh his heart must have been broken he was so frantic with worry that is not an okay response that's the equivalent of a frat bro punching a wall when you're arguing exactly like, like, through, like that's that is literally what's going on it's a temper tantrum and it's like oh. yeah, honey this is this is not how a a grown man should react. This is not a healthy relationship. 
No. So at the end of the chapter, um, she goes on. She's like, he is my high lord. And then remembers Reese told her. And it's kind of like, and it's italicized in the book. So you know it's kind of like a, a decent statement. You are no one's subject. And she then goes to think that, oh, did Reese really brainwash me because I'm thinking these things? Did I really have a terrible time? And he just brainwashed me to hide the, the terrible time I had. Uh, so she yep. second guesses Reese makes me want to cry. Yep. So that's the end of my chapter. That was that was really good because I, a lot of that chapter was just. Ugh. It was just like like I said, it's it's the type of writer. I mean, I guess it's a fiction writer, but it was just so much fluff and extraness that I just didn't really need in my life. <laughs> okay, let's get to the tiff, which this is this is an important chapter. Um. I just, I do say Moss's long-term planning is absolutely astounding here. Because obviously, in A Court of Wings and Ruin, the wife saves Farah. So, Amran. So, yeah. So we're at, like, what? We're page 80 in Mist and Fury. And we're a couple hundred pages in Wings and Ruin when that happens. So it's like... Her, like, do you think her, like, she has, like, a diagram... Oh, like, she has to. Everything she is like, okay, this is going to happen here to go here. She definitely outlines. I think she has like a master outline with like major points that she wants to hit and then like by book. Oh, sure. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so honestly, this this chapter, I like this chapter. Um, honestly, it just shows, it kind of, it highlights what a pure heart fair and for like a brief instant, you can see her old self kind of peeking out of her depression a little bit. And frankly, Tam can suck a bag of dicks. Um, also, so we start, the tith is a week, a week later. Um, pretty much, Tam's been gone forever. Tam's like always at the fucking border. What the fuck is he doing at the border? You know? Also, hang on. What or are we talking? Is it the is is it the border with the mortal world or is it the border with the sea? Because isn't that where he's like meeting Hyburn? So is he already meeting with Hyburn? We already said that we think he is. I think it could go either way. I think he's he like is obviously keeping a lot of it's that we just don't know. Oh about god, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he doesn't feel like he needs to tell Farah because what the fuck? They're not equals. They're not equals. Exactly. Oh. She's she's his subject. Exactly. Exactly. So um. Fuck Tamlin. Um, and like puking at night consistently, um, not in a great place. Um, and so she's just going to prepare for the tip because what else are you going to do? Um, also, nobody warns her. Nobody tells her anything really of what exactly to expect. Exactly. Exactly. And so what what is interesting is like, because it even says like seated beside Tamlin atop a dais in the manor's great hall of marble and gold. I endured the endless stream of eyes of tears of gratitude of blessings for what I'd done. She's hating herself. Um, Ianthe is just standing there. Everyone's just, you know, everyone's, you know, bringing comforting words um, and she's kind of falling apart inside and it ain't good. It ain't good. Um, so after 20 minutes, she's fidgeting after hours, she's just blocking everything out. Um, and oh. she's just like, she doesn't know what to do anymore. Um, 
She literally was just standing there looking pretty. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and that's what I he wrote, wanted. I wrote that um, because pretty much she's just um, – she asked Ianthe before this, you know, what to expect. And literally she responds, don't worry. Tamlin will take care of everything. Uh, all you have to do is, like, watch from his side and observe. So oh, – my God. Yeah. So pretty much, you know, pretty trophy wife. And all I have to say is, at least with wreaths, she can grind on his lap while he addresses his subjects. Oh, that's a – Yeah. I mean, so yeah, – uh, There's a little black and white right there. Um, so – She's, she's miserable, she's standing there, and the water wraiths come in, and pretty much the water wraiths are, I mean, everyone's kind of, kind of on edge. They don't really trust them, they're kind of, you know, slick creatures, um, and pretty much the water race comes in, there's no fish in the lake, we can't pay. And Tam is obviously not having it, everyone's expected to pay, um, what the fuck? And so she's like, there's nothing left in the lake. And Tamlin goes, you have three days. I mean, like, stuck in his old ways, that piece of shit. What did he expect? I just don't understand what you expect Water Race to do. Well, Farah, Farah says she's finding this unreal. They have nothing to eat. And he expects them to give him food that they don't need. And yeah. him money and gold that they don't need. Um. And she's just like, she's like, are you fucking kidding me? She's like, Tamlin, like, we, like, after the water race leaves um, and gives, like, you know, a hopeless look at Tamlin, she walks away. Farrah's like, we don't need a basket of fish. Why are you making her suffer like that? And he goes, I cannot make, make exceptions. Once you do, everyone will demand the same treatment. And she's like, we don't need things why do we need a golden fleece or a jar of jam if she has no fish left three days won't make a difference why are we making them starve also like he literally looks to ianthe before he answers pharaoh so like he's trying to act like this like strong like you know like i'm your lord blah blah blah. don't fuck with me but he's literally answering to like he's getting influenced by by ianthe and like he doesn't even seem to know like realize it like well also and then he goes on to make a really fucking creepy reference about their future son because god no he goes because that's the way it is that's the way my father did it and his father and the way my son shall do it he offered a smile and reached for my hand someday oh cringe so Uh She's pretty much just there to breed for him. Yeah. That's what yes! he said. Yes. She's like just like a breeding wife right there. Like just here, I, I married the woman that saved us all. She's gonna give me kids and then go away. Exactly. Well, I forgot oh to mention God. in my chapter, Reese does mention that she could become high lady. Oh yeah, because she's like, what? And he's and he's like, of course Tamwin would say there's no such yeah, thing. Yeah, he was like, Fuck you him. know, you could be a high lady if you want to. Like, we'll we'll work you on that. You know he already was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was like, we'll discuss that later. You know he already was yeah. like, I've already got but the you had You're a gonna wear with- picked out. My mom made it years ago. It's gonna be great. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna go get your engagement ring. That <laughs> was the best fucking chapter. I can't wait for that. Oh my god. Okay, so, okay. Um yeah. But yeah, so, you know, creepy references to their future son. And I can just, like, see him. He offered a smile. And I guarantee you it's more like like a leer. And it's kind of disgusting. 
Oh, I hate that word. I hate Ugh. that. Like, when I read, like, he leered at her or something, it literally. I don't. That's what I'm kind of seeing, though. Like, in my it's, mind, when I think about oh, this. Oh, no. It's like, yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's like obvious. a goblin, like, leer. Like a but, like, what I hate is how she takes it, though. Because I'm sure he's saying it, you know, from somewhat of a good place is what he thinks in his mind he's saying yeah. it but then she's like someday if we ever got married if i ever became less of a burden oh my god i don't want her to see herself as a burden damn it um but huh, thankfully they hadn't broached the subject at all because for, i don't even know what she'd say to tam uh so then she was like you know what fuck this like i need some air like goodbye so she runs <laughs> after the wraith and um, she's pretty much like, here, hold my golden crescent purse and let me save the day. Um, and she literally says, like, uh, how much gold does he want? What is your fish worth in gold? She like far more than you have in your pocket. And then she literally takes off her ruby studded gold bracelet. She takes out her uh, ruby earrings and she's like, here, give him what you owe. Buy yourself some food. What a fucking saint. What is and like to to her, it literally isn't. She's not like, oh, I'm. It, it's not like the people that like do something good and like post it on the internet, you know, like with pictures. She literally is just like, this is the right thing to do. Exactly. Exactly. Like, she's not looking for recognition. She's not like, oh, I'm giving you this bracelet that I love. It's such a big sacrifice. She's literally like, take it. Like exactly. It, it, like just take it. Well, it's because she also knows where they're coming from. Yes. Because I, yeah, I, literally, I, have, I have thoughts on that. She's man, pulling on her own experience. I I get to that in a minute. Um, and so, like, the Wraith is like, well, what payment do you require? Like, what am I going to have to do for you? She's like, nothing. And the Wraith is like, you don't require anything in return. And she's like, literally nothing. Like, take this, go, save yourself. Um, and she's like, I will not forget your kindness. Well, let me tell you, she doesn't fucking forget. Like, her kindness won't be forgotten. That is a fucking understatement. Water Wraith is today. For real, though. Can you imagine, though, that water wraith in that instant being so... Like, she was probably so sketched out. Like, what do you mean you don't want anything? Like, nothing? Yeah. Not my, not my firstborn? She's like, what, what, what the fuck is like, Tamlin pulling right now? Right, yeah. She definitely, like... Well, she, that's true. She could have thought it was, like, a trap. Like, yeah. literally, like, if you accept this, like, you, you've, like, cheated the ties or some whatever bullshit. Well, and so then, Tam, they're at dinner, mm-hmm. and Tam is furious because he's an ass. And she's saying, like, you undermined the laws. You gave her the jewelry I gave you. And she's like, house full of gold and jewels. Go, Farah. Go, Farah. Yes. She's coming back. She's coming back, baby. <laughs> and Lucian took a deep breath that sounded a lot like, here we go. <laughs> he's just bracing himself. You know he's been waiting for He knew this was going to happen eventually. Yeah, and she's like, why shouldn't I give them to her? Those things don't mean anything to me. I've never worn the same piece of jewelry twice. Like, what the fuck? And and he's like, it makes the entire court look weak. No, Tam, it makes you look like a fucking bag of dicks. It really does. And after all the shit that they had to go through, you're not giving them a little bit more leeway during times like this i love though that farah is finally starting to stand up to tam Mm -hmm. though because she's like don't you talk to me like that hell yes don't you talk to me like that you fucking bag of shit um 
And she's like, you still have no idea what it was like for me to be on the verge of starvation for months at a time. And you can call her a glutton all you like, but I have sisters too. And I remember what it felt like to return home without any food. His claws are out, by the way. He literally is putting his hand, like pressing his hands on the table with his claws out, talking to her. Claws out. And you know what? Props to fucking Lucian because he finally shows some balls. And she's like, He's like, she meant no harm, Tam. Like, calm the fuck down. Okay? And he just, like, snaps at him and is pissed. And Lucian's like, worse things can happen. Like, I'm pretty sure he's thinking we could all be under the fucking mountain right now. What the fuck do we care if we gave some rubies to some rates? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Tammy, you motherfucker. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. here we go. So, Lucian sticks up for her. And then Fera enters Lucian's mind. Not Hello, before, powers. Not before Tamlin fucking snaps at Lucian, too. Go. Can I just say, honestly, power. I oh, mean, gosh, seriously. Yeah. Seriously, so cool. Demonte, uh, love it. Um, but um, she's like literally like, you know, in his mind and still there. Still seen through my eyes, but also half looking through another angle in the person's vantage point. This is the first time she's like mm-hmm. flowing into someone's mind. Uh, thoughts slammed into me, images and memories, a pattern of thinking and feeling that was old and clever and sad, so endlessly oh sad and guilt written, hopeless. This is why Lucian deserves his fucking mate. I will. I will harp that until the end. He got so fucked. He got, I mean, a shit-ass family. Dude, he, yeah. I mean, they took his human love. Like, he is sad and hopeless and, like, what the fuck? Lucian deserves something. I think, okay, people forget about the fact that his, like, one, like, his, not, I guess, true love because he has a mate. Although, I guess you could have both, technically. We've heard about other mates. But anyways. His one, like, the, the girl that was just a fairy. She wasn't high fake. Like, people forget about her, and it bothers me. Yeah. Also, did you realize, I always wondered if it was just the high emotions that made her, like, slip into his mind. But Demonte, like, part of their power is they can't influence a mind, right? And make people do things. She literally was in her mind chanting, like, push back. He's wrong. We're right. Don't back down. Don't back down. Mm-hmm. She was wanting him to do that so much that I think her power literally let her slip in and gave her the, op- like, she inadvertently gave herself the opportunity to make right. sure he didn't back down. That's insane. Right. That's cool. Um, So then she kind of has a mental freak out, which I would too. Fair. Uh, I love this. I stood chucking my napkin on the table with hands that were unnervingly steady. Um, I knew who that gift had come <laughs> from. <laughs> LOL. It's almost like that that sentence makes it sound like she thinks Reese did it. Like she's like that motherfucker. No, Reese did it on purpose. purpose. He did it on purpose. (laughs) But I love how she leaves the room. Yourself. Fuck yes, Farah. Yes. We are finally seeing Farah peek out of her shell a little bit. We're finally seeing it. And frankly, I needed it. Oh, that, yeah. that whole depression. I'm gonna just live my life in sadness. It's like hard. It was hard to read because it's it's so hard to go through. And like finally, we're seeing just a little bit of the old Farah coming back. Oh, maybe not even old. A new and improved yeah. version. Yes. 
Yes. So my chapter starts with obviously, like Madison said, Barry's having a little bit of freak out. She's like, uh, just uh, just invaded my friend's mind. Does he know? <laughs> Not only that, she also is pretty sure that her hands were on like she had burned like handprints into the table. Uh-huh. So like the, the chapter. The chapter opens with her literally trying to rationalize. She's like, I and I find it like it's kind of sad. I like it's it's funny in a way because she's like trying to be like, oh no, there weren't burnt hand marks. I just imagine that. Like, but it's also very sad because like she's literally trying to rationalize and like convince herself, like, oh, I don't, I don't oh, have these powers. Wait, like, I wonder Ooh. if it was like fire because she went into Lucian's mind and he's Autumn Court. Well, I think those, I think the prints were already there when she like slammed her hands into the table before that before mm, Lucian even mm, spoke up mm, it was gotcha. just when she's angry I think she can't really control it yet because yeah. Tam refuses to train her but of course but like she's trying to convince herself like oh I don't have power like she doesn't want the powers and that's very sad to me because like I would definitely want the powers just, I, was gonna say, <laughs> I want the like powers that, so bad something like that you should be in like a it should be like a wondrous surprise you should be in a state of euphoria and here she's like oh this is terrible what do I do like oh no I'm like, girl, no, 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 no. What you do is you go kick the shit out of Sandwood, but I digress. Mm-hmm. So this is where, like, she, Alice comes in, um, obviously, because it's, like, her handmaiden to help her. And Feyre finally, this is really sad. She looks in the mirror, and she sees kind of what the situation has caused. She, she like, this is the first time we really get her full-blown acknowledging, like, how she looks physically as a result of the depression. And she says she has permanent purple bags under her eyes. Um, mm. Her face is wan, and she has like pale lips. Um, all of us have been there at some point in our lives. Let's be honest. Whether it's from depression, from being sick, from just not sleeping, like it—it's it, always uh, like you can tell when you're going through a rough patch. And I think it's—it's it's kind of telling that it took her this long to kind of acknowledge the physical signs, really. Um, kind of going back to what happened in Madison's chapter, Alice, of course, is like, um, brushing through her hair, helping her like get undressed, everything like that. And, um, explains to her that she's like, you do realize like people, people don't trust the water race. Um, they're said to be cursed with like an insatiable appetite that gold's not really going to last her. Like she's trying to basically kind of, at, at first I, when I first read this, I was like, okay, Alice, like stop being condescending. But Alice had a point where she's like, look, even if that doesn't last her, like, People are going to remember. She's going to remember. So, like, too And then she says, like, too many fairies have tasted hunger these past 50 years. Don't think word of this won't spread. So here, basically, I'm just thinking, I think part of Tamlin's anger, not just that it made him look weak, but he knows that this act, like Alice said, word of this will spread through not only the Supreme Court, but I think at least the southern part of Corinthian. Yeah. And... I think he's also angry because he knows people are going to start loving Feyre even more than they already do. And I mm-hmm. genuinely think, like, he's he's fine with her, like, being the savior as long as she's the meek trophy wife next. But if she yep. continues to kind of stay that high in esteem, I think he's he views it, I don't want to say threat per se, because I don't think he views it quite as that to that level. But I'll say potential threat. How about that? Potential. But what makes me giggle is think <laughs> of how fucking pissed Anthony was at this. I love it. True. She thinks the tithe's like needed, blah, blah, blah. But I also think part of the reason she suggested the tithe was to turn people against Tamlin. So he's looks for more support, i.e. from Hybern, because we already know she's working with Hybern. That's my theory. Ooh, I, I think that's a good one. 
It makes sense because she like why she was the one that pushed for it, right? Yeah. So she pushes for it, knowing how like harsh and brutal he has to be with it, especially if she's the one across the court, like nodding her head, like, yeah, fucking tell him. And it just makes people dislike him. The more unrest there is, he's gonna treat Freya worse and he's gonna be un like um people aren't gonna like him as much and he'll need like he'll need the support. I but anyways, either way, she would still hate it if Feyre comes out looking good because we know secretly like she's against it. Right. So they have this fight. We finally see, you know, new and approved Feyre come through. Awesome. Feyre waits up. She's like, we had a fight. We should talk about it. Because she's a grown-ass adult in a relationship. Grown-ass adult. She waits up. Tamlin doesn't come. What a surprise. So she's finally like, okay, fine. Like, I'll go find and, like, look for him. She finds him in a study surrounded by papers that she's not allowed to read and whatever. And what I find is weird, like, when he notices her there, he's like, you should be asleep. And he's like, scans her body, like, looks her up and down to, like, he does, hang on, he, he lifts his head to do a quick scan over my body to make sure all was right, all was fine. So, I find he does it, like, in the chapters before, he always is, like, quote-unquote, scanning her body. Not necessarily appreciating it, but, like, mm-hmm. he's always looking at her to, like, make sure, like, oh, okay, you're still good, you're still intact, you're still pretty. Even when she got back from the night court, he kept, like, he, like, spun her around and everything, even after she said, nobody touched me, nobody yeah. hurt me, because he was like, did they touch you, did they touch you, and, like, I can't help but think it's more possessive and, like, jealous, oh, jealousy-ridden yeah. than, oh, like, 100%. if he actually cares. And I think that's the same thing here. I mean, there's no reason to be jealous, per se. But he definitely is, like, looking her over to be like, okay, like, you, you're looking a little bit rough, but, like, still pretty. Like, you'll still I do don't it. know. See, I think he's more looking at her, like, as in, like, do you have any signs of powers? Are you stronger than me? Oh, okay. That works. Let me, too. Let yeah. me okay, make sure I'm still okay. my lord. That that could be rolled into it. That's true. Cause he is. He's always kind of just like watching her. And like, not only is that just wrong in so many ways, but like it shows he really does like that to me, if he's always scanning her, it shows that he does see her pain. Like he sees everything. He ha- like he does. He sees the man- physical manifestations and he just ignores it. And also, it, like, he never really gives favor any, like, credit or, like, really autonomy in a, to a certain degree, like, over her own self. Because he's always the one that's looking her over to make sure she's all right. Like, he, even when she says, like, no one touched me, he didn't believe her. He kept, like, spinning her around and shit. Well, and- it's really hard to be in a good mindset when you constantly have a dildo stuck up your ass. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people like that, Madison. That's not, true. Not, not all the time. Yeah, not <laughs> This is constant, like, lube wore off an hour ago, and the dildo's still there. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's an accurate description. So, Actually, maybe even not an hour. Maybe five hours ago. Damn. All right. I mean, that's so, how Tamlin acts. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he's got a lot of issues, but... So... She goes, again, she's trying to be like, okay, we had a fight, we'll talk. Like, she actually is, which is surprising, because usually she's like, let's not talk, let's fuck. Like, we know that's her, like, go-to. Well, this is what I'm saying. This is why the, you know, Fair is peeking out yeah. know, a oh, little yeah, bit. Yeah, she's coming. Because, she's coming like, up. now she's like, well, sex, whatever. Like, I'm kind well, of Well, and that's it. the thing, is, like, the beginnings of this scene are awful. Like, Fair is, like, putting Tamwin first. Like, she's like, oh, you work so hard. I'm so, and, like, she apologizes. And, like, and she, he doesn't deserve it. And, like, I, I'm always like, why the fuck is she apologizing? And then, of course, Tamwin gives, like, these half-hearted apologies. 
while he's making a move on her because he can't be an adult and just talk. So he's like apologizing as he like nuzzles her neck. He's like, his hands are on her waist and everything like this. And I'm just like, these don't come off very genuine. Why am I not surprised? And then, so he admits, he's like, you know what? No. Cause she's like, Oh, like you, like I was, I'm so sorry. I did that. And he's like, no, you had every right. And she's like, well, maybe. And he's like, no, no, you were right. I don't understand what it's like to be starving or any of it. So he, he admits she's right, but he's coming. He's still not getting it. He's not getting the bigger picture for sure, but he's not getting it in the fact that he's like, you're right. I don't know what it feels like to be starving. He thinks it literally just comes down to like, oh yeah, they were starving. I should have like, I haven't been starving, so I can't appreciate that. I'm like, bro, it doesn't matter if you actually have experienced that or not, or if you know what that's like or not. Like, this is what true empathy is for. Like, yeah. I haven't been homeless, but I still recognize the daily struggles people in my city in- endure, and I still want to help them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to go through something to be, like, want to help people that are going through something. Like, this just goes to show me, again, like, he is, not only is he just a psycho, but he is truly selfish in his own little world. I'm just, like, mm. He can't even apologize. Like, he even tried, like, even when he apologizes, he does it wrong. And I still, <laughs> of like, course. And, he, and he still doesn't, like, his apologies come off, like, half-hearted. So then, Tamlin makes a play that I'm just, like, it's very common among, like, abusers and terrible, like, people who, like, try to, you know, like, shine themselves in a better light. He gives her a gift. And... So can we just take a minute? Because the right tone for this scene is, let me give you a gift. Yes, <laughs> right? exactly. Oh, it gets even worse. So let's take a minute to appreciate the fact that when presented with this box, Feyre genuinely was like the fucking, like, this is what I thought of. She's like the sorting hat scene here where she's basically chanting, like, not a crown, not a crown, not a crown. Because she doesn't, she's like, I don't need a crown. I don't want it. Like, everything like that. But then... We get a switcheroo and she gets a gut punch because it's a traveling paint kit. This is the equivalent of if Harry Potter sat under the sorting set and was like not Slytherin, not Slytherin, and then was like sorted into being like Filch's like intern. Oh my god! <laughs> like that is literally oh my god! Be Filch's. <laughs> like, can you imagine the sorting hat? Like, better be. Filch's intern. Like, that's what it is. <laughs> I'm not wrong, though. Because, like, <laughs> he's already tried He's already tried to give her paints over and over again. We've, she's already mentioned it. He knows she hasn't been painting. So he's like, oh, you know what? I was wrong. I gave her paints for the house. What if I give her a traveling paint kit, even though I won't let her? And then it's worse. He's not going to let her travel. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, where? She's going to travel to the backyard to use her traveling right? paint Well, kit. that that's another thing where he's like, and of course, this is also sad. Because like, Feyre literally, as soon as she sees it, all she focuses in on is literally the vial of red paint. Of and course. she's like, oh, it's just like the people I murdered. And I'm like, god damn, man. So... It's just kind of another reminder that, like, what happened under the mountain is always with her. Like, even if she was having a good time, it's right there below the surface. And I just want, like, Tamlin is a fucking idiot. Like, fuck. Like, oh, my God. He notices she doesn't like it. And, like, this is, like, the closest we come to him acknowledging that she's in a dark place. Where he's like, you don't like it. And she says, no. No, it's wonderful. And he's like, I thought if you started painting again, dot, dot, dot. 
And like he, but then he can't even bring himself to say it out loud. It's like if he says it out loud, he'll have to acknowledge that he doesn't make her happy. And she, I love this. She's like, what about you? Will the paperwork help with anything? And then she meets his eyes and he's angry. There's temper in his eyes when she's trying to talk to him, like actually have a conversation about, because he's, we have to acknowledge he is healing too. He went through some shit too. Maybe, you know, that's bad, but whatever. He still went through some shit. And he's like, we're not talking about, we were talking about you. I just hate that. Oh, I hate it. And I love Feyre here, though, because what she she instantly honed in on it. She's like, will I even be allowed to roam where I wish to paint? Or will there be an escort, too? Silence. A no. And a yes, then. So literally, he got her the traveling painting kit. And it was like, oh, by the way, like, you're not really allowed to go anywhere. But if you do, I'm going to, like, you have, like, an entire guard with you. Like, that really sets the mood for some lighthearted painting. Let me do a watercolor landscape. Oh, could you move your shield? Like, what? No. <laughs> oh, could you move your shield? Like, what the fuck? Like, oh, I'm sorry. I, this, like, he, this, just, this whole scene is terrible, but, like, his idea with the traveling paint kit just kills me. So then. <laughs> oh, could you move your shield? I'm crying. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. Um, so, and she finally, like, she finally starts it. Like, she opens up. She's like, Tamlin, Tamlin, I can't. Like, she's shaking. She's literally shaking. But, like, I began shaking, but for me, for us, because I think she's realizing, like, this, I think it's when it first, if this is, like, really when it starts to hit her. Like, we have a problem. Like, we have a big problem. Yeah. Not just me. We have a problem. Because she says, us. She says, Tamlin, Tamlin, I can't. I can't live my life with guards around me every day and night. I can't live with that that suffocation just let me help you let me work with you and of course he's like you've given enough pharaoh and that's like no like what so she's like i know but and then she meets his stare and i like this i met his stare the full power of the high lord of the spring court i'm harder to kill now i'm faster stronger and then he tries to mm, so angry he tries to like guilt her because he's like my family was faster and stronger than you and they were murdered quite easily first off this is not this is like apples to oranges okay because, like, he, he's trying to tie his psychotic tendencies back to, like, losing his family, right? Oh. And it's not the same. Like, that was an act of revenge for his own father's fucking murderous actions. Right. And, like, he has no reason to believe there's actually, like, a, a full-blown, like, threat right now to, like, Feyre's life specifically. And also, why would you think not training her would, like... Because I'm pretty sure he, like, he's mentioned before, like, his, his mother wasn't really into, like, the war camps, things like that. So, his, it sounds like his mother wasn't trained. Um, even his brothers were. Let's, like, but, I mean, again, they went up against Reese, so. <laughs> um, it's just, like, I don't, like, it, it's like he's literally just trying to guilt her into silence. Like, hey, like, I'm trying to protect you. Like, I lost my family. Let me protect you. Like, it's just bullshit. And, like. And she, he basically, she comes back and she's like, and it's italicized, as Caitlin mentioned, it's pretty big. Then maybe, or then marry someone who can put up with this. And then. Go, girl. He slowly blinks. And I think it's because Tamlin, like, can't, can't fathom this. He's like, oh, my God. You don't want me? And he literally is like. (laughs) Oh, my God. You don't want me? What a blow to his ego, man. Right? And so, like, he says it. And this is like this again. Again, this is a very bad sign. When he said, then he said with terrible softness, do you not want to marry me then? So hang on. Can we, because we know what's about to happen. This is what, this is what pushes him over the edge. Not like 
his own demons that he's battling, not the fact that the woman he's supposedly in love with is battling demons or like is finally like pushing back. He literally goes over the edge because he thinks that she won't marry him because he seems he seems to think he's like entitled to it. He can't fathom somebody saying no. And so she literally says, like, of course I do. Of course I do. But you, like, Tamlin, the walls, like, the walls started pushing on her. She's starting to have another panic attack. She literally says, I'm drowning. I am drowning. The more you do this, the more guards, you might as well be shoving my head underwater. She's literally telling him that he is basically killing her slowly. He's waterboarding her. Yes! He is waterboarding her. That is a good point. But not in a sexy BDSM way. (laughs) Not at all. And literally, he loses it loses it i mean this is a long time coming for favor to start tanning up but tamlin had to have known that she would eventually bite back i honestly think he knew it was coming and he was hoping that she wouldn't crawl out of this depression i honestly think that. no i don't think he would in the slightest because he's the troller yes and like the quote-unquote love of his life is trying to confide in him how she feels she's trying to finally acknowledge not only is she trying to tell him but this is a big step because she's acknowledging her pain right and all he focuses on is, she doesn't want to marry me. Oh, my God. He has a fucking hissy fit for the ages. And let's be real here. We didn't know she would, like, she did not know about this power she uses that we'll talk about next week. This would have killed her if not for the unknown power. He didn't know she had this power. She didn't know she had this power. Thank God her instincts kicked in. This would, he would have killed her. Not only does he lose control, he loses control of his power as a high lord. In its truest form. I This is literally just raw, uncontained, destructive power that just, like, basically, like, starbursts out of him. She would, like, she would have died. I think people ever look that, because obviously she doesn't, but she would have died. Yeah, because, see, literally, the windows shattered, the furniture splintered. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you could take, like, a big splinter of wood through the chest and survive. No, even as a high face, she would have died. And, like, I'm just gonna, okay... I mean, that kills vampires, supposedly. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's what I hear. So I'm, I'm not, I don't want to sound like I'm judging because I do know, like, for domestic abuse survivors to leave, it's the bravest thing someone can do. It really is. So I'm not going to say, like, oh, my God, why did she not leave? I just want to acknowledge that, like, I wish she could have left sooner. I wish it didn't come to this. I wish she could have left right then and there. Mm-hmm. I just... It hurts because later on, I, I think it's in next week's episode when Reese kind of gets a glimpse of it through the bond. Um, and he knows it happened from her sheer terror in this moment, too. They was like ashamed of it. Well, can you imagine like because it says in the next chapters that we're going to talk about, like he got a glimpse of it. Like that was the only thing all month that he got a glimpse of. Yeah. Can you imagine like him just having dinner with his friends and suddenly like that type Seen of that, panic, yeah. like come yeah. rushing through him. I, I really like, God bless. If Stephanie Meyer can write, what the fuck's it called? Midnight sun from Edward's point of view. Can we not get a court of Fury from Reese's point of view? Um, I, think I would die. Yeah. I would die. Can we also talk about how we are ending on page 100? Wow. Two episodes in 100. I know, but like we're, we're literally just three page episodes 100. In. This is the oh, third we're three episodes. episodes. I'm sorry, guys. It's page 100. Better. That's just a very nice page yeah. number to end on today. It is. But yeah, so uh, as always, we end on a uh, fucking cataclysmic event. So, and it's not very happy, but I swear to God, guys, it gets better. But 
happier things, Madison, what are you currently reading? Okay, wait. So I wrote down something, but I need to fucking bitch oh about something oh that I read t- this week. Okay. So I I was in a reading slump. I messaged you guys about this. Oh, you did, yeah. Yeah, like I was I was really struggling yeah. for like a hot minute. And let me just tell you. Oh, here it is. Okay, I'm I had to open up my Kindle. Oh my god. So you know how you start a series and it's like it's just like the writing is like half there, but it's not all the way there. But you think, oh well, it'll get better, whatever. I spent the last two days reading four books. <laughs> and it's You had the, a lot of optimism to keep going like it's that. It's the Everglow Seriously. pack. It's the shitter romance, which I, I've been reading a lot of those recently, and I'll tell you why here in a minute. Um, by Liam Kingsley. Guys, so worst shit I ever read. It just got worse and worse oh, and no. worse. And like by book four by this morning, I was like, oh my fuck. Because like the characters were terrible the storyline was there it was it was so close i could smell it Mm. the characters were so fucking bad and in like three of the books they had sex at 90 percent. you know how i feel about that i ain't feeling about that and so literally it's like a mate story and i was like yes mates yes no guys no okay it was like mates but then it was like they like weren't accepting of their mates and i was like that is not the fucking mate story i want to read you're like hold up hold up no no but this came about because let me tell you about my beautiful love for jade marks let me tell you she writes insta love so if you do not like insta love you love you some angst some build up don't fucking read it but sometimes i just gotta get past all the bullshit and she, I mean, like, day two, these people are, like, fated to be together. And I'm like, yes! So she wrote some beautiful, like, uh, BDSM ones. She has some great little uh, relationships there. But she has a, some shifter and vampire romances that are just, like, the cutest fucking things I've ever read. Insta-love, like, just straight to the love. Get all, get to the good things. Mates mates are like there forever like oh oh i love it and she does like with the vampires the little like um mark on there and i'm like oh god yes yes Yes. so let me just tell you if you want some insta love you gotta read some jada marks because she is great so that's what I, I i literally like went through her entire catalog that's where the slump came from that's how i ended up with those shit books that i just spent two days on and i'm really pissed off all right um well this will make you better uh i finished tales from the shadow hunter academy Woo! i know i didn't get to read as much last weekend when uh ian and i were traveling as i wanted to so it took me a little bit longer which i was sad but it's okay um Obviously, it was fantastic. It fucking drew me back into the Shadow Hunter world. Knew so it. Of course. Knew it. Shut up, Madison. Uh, of course, I instantly ordered the um, entire Dark Artifices trilogy. Guys, let's what? let's emphasize entire trilogy. Yes. Well, okay. Not one. Oh my god! Shut up, guys. <laughs> I get it. Wait, but, why? Why? Okay, well, two things. Well, one is, like, props to Amazon, and one is, like, fuck you, Dan Mellon. So, one, props to Amazon. It's because I got, like, the box set of the paperbacks that match the other covers, right? You know how yes, they like the yes. scenes? 
Um, it was on sale on Amazon from $49 to $27 for all go. three. So there if anybody go. needs those, that's like $9 a book. <laughs> <laughs> My God, are you okay? Keep it in. Okay, so Shadowhunters, okay, wait, yes, really fucking proud of you oh for ordering God. the entire trilogy. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, I really don't like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so-, so did uh, Chamber of Secrets really creep you out? Oh, I couldn't. No, yeah, that's, that's awful. I still can't watch some of those scenes as a grown-ass adult. But anyways, uh, so yeah, they had the... Um, they had the entire trilogy for 27 bucks. So, like, if you don't own those and you want them, go go to Amazon because they were, like, yeah. And if you have not read Dark Artifices, oh, God. But this so is good. my qualm. This is my qualm. Didn't I? Madison, I was, I, I know I messaged you. I ordered those, like, was it yesterday morning or Wednesday? Either way, I ordered them and it was one day shipping. I was confirmed. Prime, one day shipping. I have been a mother effing creeper at my front door all day. And they did not come. Wait, sometimes they come after like 8 p.m. And we started at Oh, 8. okay. Yeah, so maybe they're here. But either, either way, I do not have them yet. And I was sad. But either way. Um, so right now, as I wait for those, I am currently back into uh, Finale, the uh, third book in the Caravelle trilogy. I'm loving it, just like I like the other ones. I mean, she, uh, Stephanie Garber, she really does. She's, she does a good job with like delivering really intriguing characters. Um. Also, like, delicious-sounding characters, but, like, intriguing, which I enjoy. So, uh, yeah, that's my uh, that's my reading, and uh, I really apologize for your eardrums. It was a really big spider. Caitlin, what are you reading? I'm still reading my London book. Oh. It's it's very, very large. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> the lovely. way you sound okay. that, very, very odd. It's very, very large. Okay, guys. Good book. So, um... Our social media. So again, subscribe, review, follow us on Insta, ACOTAR podcast. The fan shout out of the week is, oh my God, it's one of our favorite fans. Um, Kaylee, uh, which is Library Fife on Insta. Damn girl, we love talking to you about Throne of Glass. Yes. Oh my God, it is giving me life. I was okay. so happy. My my thoughts here. Uh, Kale, despite how much I fucking hate him dorian and rowan remind her of harry hermione and ron and i i love that uh but also kale still sucks just a reminder (laughs) uh team rowan for sure obviously and i we're not gonna blow it for you but like the manon storyline i'm sorry there's nothing better and it is the most underrated love i i hinted at that and manon is definitely one of my favorites oh she she For needed real. her own fucking book. She, Fuck the I kale was, book. Fuck the kale book in the ass. She needed her own book. She needs to do a Manon. Like, I wish she could do a Manon book after this. Because, oh, like, yeah. she, she was definitely my favorite. Yeah. So, we, uh, so we won't ruin it um, and say who she's with. I mean, if you've read it, you know. But Dude, like, how has she avoided? So she, oh, first off, like. She avoided spoilers. Good for you, Kate. I, yeah, I don't know how. Because she's like 
so active on Instagram and like she's so like she talks so like she's so talkative and I love it and discussing it and like when she was like texting like when she was messaging us I literally like at first I was like oh shit oh Oh, you don't know. You don't know. Uh, So seriously, follow her. Uh, Also, shout out to Bobby Hacker because he messaged specifically for Blake because he found some surreal stickers and she got fucking stoked. She was was so excited. (laughs) So I have them uh, like I have some in my cart. I just like I need to order them still. I'm not even going to lie. Like, okay. I, like, Madison, like, usually she'll be like, hey, Blake, there's a message that I think you should really, like, look at. Could you please? And I'm like, yeah, man, sure. What's up, man? Like, it's up my alley. I didn't get that this time. Madison literally just went, Blake, dot, 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 look at the message from Bobby Hacker. And I was like, <laughs> shit, all right. Okay. It was like, super like, important like, surreal stickers. That felt real. So, it was so funny because it was, like, in the middle of the day. And, like, we, for once, we hadn't, like, texted, like, for a couple hours at least. So I was like, oh. Okay, well, yeah, I don't think we did text for a few hours. No, oh my so god, like, we didn't text for a few hours. I'm not sure how we made it. I literally was like, oh god, let's, I was like, kind of like had a moment of like where the anxiety, you know, because I live with my anxiety, but my anxiety was like, something happened, something bad. And I was like, oh no, I opened that. I opened that message, guys. I outright, like, you think I just screamed loud with the spider, which I still don't know where it is. So I'm like sitting in fear of my life. Either way, you think I screamed loud then? I screamed louder. I scream louder for these for these stickers. I want them on every surf. I want them on my car. I want them on every door in my house. I want them on my book covers. I want them on my laptop, my iPad, my work laptop. So she I want she's ordering multiple in case body. anyone is curious. Like I like oh my god. What was hang on. You got what I got to give the shout out to the actual shop that they linked me. Continue, I'll find it. Um well, that was that was all. But I guess I can ad lib here. Um, so really, red bubble. Oh, that didn't take a lot of ad libbing. Sorry, <laughs> redbubble.com. and it's like it's literally like it's it. Well, and it's funny because we always sign XOXO the cadre, and the freaking sticker is XOXO the surreal because <gasps> it's like Gossip Girl. Wait, we need that. I need, that. I need it for that. a post. You've got to order it. Well, fine. I, if you when you put it that way, it's a, it comes out to a dollar thirty-seven a piece if you buy ten or more. <laughs> what a deal! I think we need ten. <laughs> but like, as soon first off, all I saw. I'm not gonna lie. When I first saw it, literally the only word I saw was surreal, and I was like sold. But then I noticed the rest of it, and I was like, oh, it's because my girl knows the tea. Oh my god! I need. Oh my god, guys! Oh I'm, god. I'm literally. I know we're counting down to chapter fifty-five. Sure, okay, but like. The surreal comes in even sooner. You guys know that, right? Because I do. Blake's gonna take like <laughs> several hours to talk about that episode. Okay. Anyway, sorry for the continuation of that, but you guys uh, reach out to us, um, and we're still gonna do fan shoutouts. That's just gonna be our normal thing from now on. We love chatting with you, and it does not have to be about a court of thorns and roses. I mean, obviously, we get a lot of that. We love that. It can be about any book. You know. Oh. Any Moss book for sure, but it could be any book. It's like the uh, the TikTok I posted this week where I was asking people how, like, scared I should actually be for Blood and Honey. Oh, yeah. And can I just tell you, I was hoping for people to be like, oh, no, it'll be better. It's fine. Like, you'll be – no, literally everybody was, like, very scared. Oh, did you see Shelby Moran like- liked, liked your tag in it? She probably thought, oh, man, that poor bitch is going to read did it and really? cry. Yeah. She liked the tag? She liked the tag on Insta, yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that. 
at least a couple people were like, no, you're overreacting. Like, calm down. No, I'm pretty sure she just saw that and laughed because she's like, oh, poor baby. Oh, my God. I'm going to look. Oh, God. Poor baby. Uh, so, anyway. Um... She did. I just saw her. <laughs> Anywho, guys, um, reach out to us. Chat with us. We love to hear from you. And honestly, have a fucking great week. Yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm in awe. How did you guys not point this out to me? <laughs> okay. Uh, like Madison said, seriously, have a great weekend or week whenever you listen to this. As always, cheers to our high fae bays, guys. Bye.